1: You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter
0: and The Cheetah Girls movies.
1: Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back,
0: grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: Are you being influenced? hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. It is the Jesse Kelly show final hour of the Jesse Kelly show. And hey, let's, let's have a talk here. Let's, let's have a serious talk. I feel like I've been awesome today. What, Chris? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm a great... No, it's an email roundup day, so we're trying to get to as many as possible. I have a lot left, so we're going to keep churning and burning. Dear Crayon Eater, on Rush Limbaugh's death anniversary... Oh, this is from February. I sit here and reflect on things he used to say to us. As a, You know, pause here real quick. I, this may be stupid, but I have this thought a lot. I don't feel like we did enough... To honor what Rush Limbaugh did for the country when Rush passed away, and this this is what I mean. How was there not? I mean, look, Saint George Floyd got nine thousand funerals. How was there not a gigantic? I mean, maybe that's not what his family wanted. I I don't know them, but how was there not a gigantic? You know, service of some kind to honor what Rush Limbaugh did for the United States of America. It, It is significant. I mean, look, there are radio hosts and then there are guys who guide how the right thinks for 30 years. That's absurd. Anyway, anyway, as I'm thinking about him, he used to say his talent was on loan from God. He did. Now when I listen to you and how you explain things so even a dumb army grunt can understand, it makes me think that God passed that talent on to you. Thank you, brother, and God bless. Rangers lead the way. Uh, As I've said a bunch before, thank you. I'm, I'm very flattered. I am no Rush Limbaugh. You get one of those in your life. If you're lucky, we were lucky enough to have one. There will never be another one. Dear Big Caesar, tell us more stories from your days as the tallest Marine. You already mentioned having to dig deeper to make fighting holes. But what are the other advantages or disadvantages of being a tallest tallest marine? Okay, a uh, couple things. One, there were very few advantages, because in the military, and it has to be this way. I'm not. I'm not dogging on the marines about it. It has to be this way. You have to kind of make things as universal as possible, meaning you're not going to have beds of different sizes that wouldn't make sense. You're not going to have. You're not going to have vehicles that accommodate taller that you're just not and so when you're so much taller than everyone else i think the average marine is only five eight five nine they're not tall in in general they're not tall there are tall ones but they're not tall when you're a foot taller than most of your your brothers that's difficult the bed was awful And, and this is why i have obviously been tall forever I have slept with my feet hanging off the bed for so long that I have trouble sleeping now, unless my feet were hanging off the bed. Well, in the Marines, they have a bar at the bottom of the bed. You have to kind of wedge your feet underneath it if you want to stick them off. So that sucked. Uh, Boot camp definitely sucked because drill instructors are looking for any excuse to destroy you as they should do. That's their job. And so they would pull over our footlockers and stand up on them so they could scream down at me. Uh, that happened a lot. You know. uh, the fighting whole thing sucked. Uniforms sucked, specifically going to Iraq because we had desert camis issued to us and we were going to Iraq. Well, they don't look. It's not Macy's. It's the Marines. They don't have a, you know, slender but tall section So what I got was instead, like, I forget, I think they were like triple XL camis is what they gave me. And so if you ever see a picture of me from over there, there are some out there. I look like I'm about 12 years old. I look like I'm wearing my father's clothes. They're just hanging off me like a daggone garbage bag. Oh, and one last thing. Yes, they did shoot at me. And I feel like I was unfairly targeted because I was tall. Dear Oracle, the 2020 election. Some shenanigans, essentially rigged or flat out stolen. Let's have another talk about the election. Here is what I know. There's what I know and then there's what I suspect. All right. So this is what I know. What I know is Democrats cheat in elections. This is not new. This is not some modern thing. This is as old as time. Democrats cheat in elections. I had a guy on my TV show last week and he was talking about how in New York, when the Rangers were the Rangers, when the immigrants would get there, the immigrants would get there and the Democrats would be waiting as they got off the boat to basically register them to vote and have the ballot sent to them so they can fill out the ballot. So this is, this is the norm and something else. Maybe you're listening to me right now in the country. But maybe you're in the city. Maybe you're in Chicago, New York, Boston, L.A., Miami. Maybe you're in the city. If you're in the city and politically involved at all, you have always understood they cheat. This is is common knowledge. We're not even talking about 2020 yet. This is common knowledge. Of course they cheat. You talk to people in Chicago. It's called the daily machine there. You talk to people in Chicago. I've talked to friends of mine in Chicago. They've had... The snowplow drivers, right, the truck drivers, they've had the snow plow drivers plow the snow into a wall in front of their driveway on election day so they can't back out and go vote. That's the norm. Cheating is the norm. Ballot harvesting is the norm. And let's have a talk about this because this is important for people to understand exactly what that means. People throw the word around a lot and they don't understand what it is. Ballot harvesting is okay. If you have, let's say, a pandemic and you mail someone their ballot, instead of having them show up, they get their ballot mailed to them. Well, this is what will happen. And this is this again, this is what we know Democrats will go to places like colleges, and specifically, they'll go to nursing homes, they prey on nursing homes. Because you're older, not not necessarily as with it as you used to be, and and just it's harder to withstand that. And they'll show up at the nursing homes and say, "Hey, we're here to collect your ballot." But 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 I haven't I haven't filled it out. Oh no no no, don't worry about that. No, we're just we have to. It's the rules, you know. That they they oftentimes will say things like that. It's the rules. We have to collect your ballot, you know. So you have this person who's older uh, doesn't want to get in trouble. Oh. Okay, well, here it is. And now they have all these unfilled out ballots. Again, this is what I know. This is what Democrats have done for a long time. We're not even talking about 2020 yet. It's what they've done for a long time. And then they can sit back. They'll obviously fill out the ballot the way they want. And then they sit back and watch the voting numbers come in. And if there's an area where they need more, they take all those ballots they filled out and they go drop them off. Ballot harvesting is what it is now. Let's go to 2020. I just described to you what we know has happened for a long time. They used coronavirus to justify mass mail-in voting. You know, you should always want to reduce mail-in voting. Many countries like France, it's flat out outlawed. I mean, you're not, you're not allowed to mail because it's so easy to cheat. Well, we used COVID to justify mass mail-in voting. Mass mail-in voting. So... What specifically happened, I don't know how bad it got. I do know this. I just got done watching a movie, 2,000 Mules. And you know what? Set the movie aside. Setting Dinesh's new movie aside, which was outstanding. I've seen, personally, you've probably seen by now, tons of videotape showing this ballot harvesting drop-off. We have video of it. It's not like we have to guess. We know that happened and we know something else happened. You can track, they do track how many people, how many like you have a precinct. Wherever you live that's a precinct, right? And they know how many voters are in the precinct. There are precincts in the swing states. Almost all always the blue districts where this happened where they had 100% voter turnout. For the 2020 election that never happens that's not realistic and there are multiple precincts where that happened so what do i believe i believe they cheated and cheated bad do i know whether or not they cheated enough to steal the election so i can say the election's stolen no I suspect they did, but I can't sit here and tell you I know they did it because I don't think anyone will ever know whether they did. But I know this. They tried to pass HR1 after Joe Biden was elected, which would have made that mail-in voting thing universal and federal for everyone. They tried to pass HR1 for a reason, and it ain't because mail-in voting didn't work out well for them, huh? All right. We still have a ton of emails left. Somebody wants to know, is it, is it time to take up arms? We're going to talk about that in much, much more tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. We've still got ha- fun to have, but it's Friday. Now, that means tomorrow's Saturday, which means you're going to practice for 10 minutes with your Mantis X system, right? 10 minutes? Is that asking a lot? When you get the Mantis X it attaches to your weapon whatever your weapon is and you practice inside of your home and you get feedback they'll make you a better shooter it's more it's way more than just target practice they'll put you through drills the marines use it the special forces guys use it you don't have to spend a nickel on ammo or gas get up in the air conditioning this weekend Practice for 10 minutes with your Mantis X. And if you don't have one yet, go get one. Go to MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. All right? Make sure you can hit what you're aiming at. We'll be back. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse
3: Kelly Show. <laughs> No sugar to stand beside
2: me. It is no the Jesse wrong. Kelly Show on a Friday. And ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, you can email the show. Jesse at com. Jesse at com To the Truth Sage Oracle. I don't know what Truth Sage means. It sounds good, though. Dr. Jake, do you think we will get to stop the communists without having to pick up arms to retain our freedom? Says it didn't say. I can say his name. Says he's listening live with Alexa. W R A W thirteen forty in the Great Orlando. That's a great station. All right, all right. Listen, I've had this question before. Of people, are we going to have to pick up arms? Are we going to have to pick up arms? Listen, that's the last thing in the world we need to be thinking about. That's the last thing in the world you should ever want. And I don't think you want it. But that's the last thing in the world we should think about. We have a million and one political battles to fight, battles we can win before that should ever even be, just don't ever let that thought enter your head. And I'll put it to you this way. If the, if the time ever comes where you have to take up arms, you're not going to need me to tell you that it's time. You'll know it. All right? You'll know it. We, we have momentum right now. Yeah, it sucks. Joe Biden's president. I get that. Dome's the vice president. I realize that's not ideal. I-, I I know that we're looking around in horror right now. But think about this. Think about this. You want to feel better about something? Have you ever been so awake? Have you ever seen so many of your fellow Americans so awake to how truly disgusting and evil the left is? I. There's never been a time in my lifetime when I've seen so many people this awake to what they're doing all across our culture in schools and movies and in, in everywhere. People are awake. That is huge. That is huge. Actually, if we want to talk about something good, when it comes to coronavirus, coronavirus woke parents up. Have you seen this recent polling? They polled parents. Well, parents with children, I bet. said as if there's another kind of parent, <laughs> they polled parents To see which way parents were going to vote in the upcoming election. Over 60%. I think the number was 62% of parents said. Oh no I'm I'm voting Republican. 30. 30% said they were voting Democrat. Why? Parents had their kids. Schools shut down. And kids were doing school from home. And parents finally discovered just how wretched. Wretched. And communist, the public school system was. They finally got to see all these turbo freak teachers pouring just miserable poison into their kids' eyes and ears. And parents woke up. We, if we have a country of mobilized, angry parents, we're about to win a lot of elections. And remember, I'm not talking about Congress and Senate. Yeah, that'll be fine. Let's, let's win that, whatever. I'm talking about the ones that actually matter. I'm talking about local elections. That's what matters. School board, city council, district attorney, sheriff. Sheriff may be the most important race you can win in this country. And guess what? You don't have to be dirty hairy. Anybody can run for sheriff. Go out there and seize political control of your area. Get motivated, get angry, and run for office. Yo, or Dr. Jesse. When did your wife compete for Arizona? Did you ever watch one of her meets, and what did you think? Yeah, the wife was uh, on the Canadian national team for gymnastics and then got a full ride to University of Arizona. She was there, mm, let me think, I think 2003 to 2007, something like that. That's probably wrong, and I'm going to get you all to It's something like that. It's something like that, but... I did go to the meets. I need to clarify. I did go to some meets. I know people are saying, I bet Jesse never went. I went to meets. Okay. And that college gymnastics meet isn't not the worst thing in the world. What? What? It's not the worst thing in the world. Yo, Jesse. I will be skipping the BLM NFL Super Bowl. Oh, this is an old one. I am finding myself disappointed. I will miss out on all the great party foods. What is your plan to fill this flavor void? I love the show. He says his name is Dan. That's obviously from a while ago. That was the Super Bowl. I think, I think it's important that we, that we start coming up with alternatives to these traditional things that we don't want to enjoy anymore or we, or we don't feel like we should enjoy. Like I, I, I've told you, walking away from the NFL still hurts me. I still miss it a lot. I'm not going back. I, I'm not going to do it. Screw them. But it hurts me. I miss football. I miss watching football. Those were good days. And when it comes to Super Bowls, uh, who doesn't love a good Super Bowl party? Yeah, the food is the main benefit, and you have to keep the women in the other room. Otherwise, they talk over the whole game. But who doesn't love the Super Bowl? Well, if we can't do that now, I think we should start coming up with alternatives for ourselves. All right? <laughs> Dear Pink Clover. That's not nice. By the way, if, in case you're wondering, if maybe you're new to the show, why people call me Pink Flower. It's because my father, who is not a very nice person, my father used to tell me, he's, he's, a, t- he's a tough dude. He used to tell me when he got, whenever he would get home from work, if I stayed home sick from school, my dad would call me Pink Flower and shame me into going back to school. <laughs> that's, what, that's what a dad should do right there. I'm tired of people thinking they have to say thank you for your service when addressing someone who is in the armed forces. Two of my sons are in the service and tell me stories of the idiots who stir the pots of gruel, separate the packages of mustard and ketchup, and are oh so incompetent they're not allowed to use live ammunition. Just like the losers who warm the bench on the championship team should not get a ring, the losers in the military should not be thanked for up- for holding their uniform instead of a hanger. What say you, military whisperer? Well, I'll say this. You're, you're not out of line. There are, There are a ton of absolute lazy worthless losers in the military especially now as our standards have rotted out however how do you tell who the turds are and who the warriors are there are also a lot of warriors out there who bust their butts and work hard and break down their bodies and they're gonna get a thank you and i think as a country i think it's probably a healthy place to be for a nation to see people in uniform and want to thank them and no please don't thank me you don't have to thank me i'm not talking about me but i think that's probably healthy are you going to accidentally thank a turd who's worthless oh of course you are there's no question about that but probably better to err on that side than the other right all right we have another question this one's about ukraine hang on
3: lifelock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own join now and save up to 25 percent your first year at lifelock.com slash news that's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25 percent identity theft protection starts here hey everyone it's ted from consumer cellular
1: the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call
2: Look at all the creatures on the it is the Jesse Kelly so Show so on an Ask Dr. Dr. Jesse Friday. Don't worry, don't worry. We still have tons left, tons left. Remember, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Let's get to it. Something you said earlier made me wonder. Is World War Three going to be the entire world at once standing up against their corrupt authoritarian governments that they're all sick of all at once. I mean, I don't, look, I am the Oracle, but I, I don't know. Here's what I, here's what I do see. I don't know about World War Three, but I do see this. The governments, remember we've played that. You don't have to worry about it right now, Chris, but you remember we've played that uh, sound for you a bunch of times of the lady at the World Economic Forum Lamenting the fact that the elites, the elites trust each other more than they ever have. They globally trust each other. They get together. But she was mad that the people themselves trust the elites less than they ever had. The Western governments, I mean, this is happy. This is very global. It's not just in America, although it's very much here. The elites are separating themselves from the people. They are, what's uh, a great way. You know what? I look at it, I have a horrible analogy, but I don't care. This is how I look at it in my mind. This is how I look at it. The picture you have a big ball of Play-Doh in your hand, right? You're just holding a big ball in your hand. Quick, Chris. You have a big ball of Play-Doh in your hand. Now picture you take your other hand and you grab a chunk off of it. And you start to pull it. And you start to pull it. And I view that chunk as being the elites of Western society. And I view them as pulling themselves away. They are increasingly disconnected from the people. That's the ball of Plato. The people, you, me, that's the ball of Plato. The elites are pulling themselves away into their own isolated ball. And they're gonna keep pulling until there is a separation. And I see this happening clear as day globally. Now, what that looks like in the end, I don't know. I don't have any idea. I, if we're being totally honest here, I don't know that it's pretty. Remember, corrupt systems, historically, they don't go out quietly. They don't go out without a fight. I mean, it's happened, but corrupt systems have a way of hurting people as they try to hang on to their power. We have very corrupt systems now that lead the Western world. Very, very corrupt systems now. How that looks, I don't know. I will tell you, I, I, I don't want anyone to get hurt. Now, that's probably very naive to think nobody's going to get hurt, but I don't want people hurting each other and shooting each other. And that, that sounds... Terrible to me. That sounds, that sounds like a living hell to me. And, I mean, that's the kind of thing, who knows where that ends? Who knows how that ends? Who knows if you win, right? Who knows if you win? Uh, I don't know that it's going to result in World War III, but my Play-Doh analogy I just made, I know that's awful. I don't care. You know what, Chris? I'm going to use it again just because you don't like it. I'm going to use it again. It makes sense to me. My Play-Doh analogy, that's how I see it. Of the, that, that ball is getting separated from the people, from the rest of it. There is a small chunk of the elites getting separated. Because remember, remember, just last week—this is a week ago—but just last week, they had the White House Correspondents' Dinner, where Joe Biden got together with all the media elites, and they sat there laughing hysterically about the fact that gas prices and rent are up. What? How out of touch can you people be? That's crushing normal people. And they're all gathering around, talking to each other, making jokes with each other, in their fancy black ties, having some champagne. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Rent's up. Isn't that funny? You see what I mean? They're so disconnected and increasingly more disconnected from the ball from the people that I don't I don't see how that ends well right I I don't see I don't see them looking around and waking up to the fact that they're disconnected I just don't I just don't they're so in the bubble and as they get less and less popular people tend to retreat inside of the bubble even more instead of breaking out of it I just don't know how that goes Dr Jesse the handsomest man in radio. On the anniversary of our beloved Rush Limbaugh, I wish I could see the look on his face listening to your show. He would probably absolutely love your insights and comments, especially the new soundboard. Thank you and your team, especially Chris, for bringing it every day. Love you guys. Says I can say her name. Her name is Heidi. That is high praise. That would be. That'd be. That's a cool image right there. Dear food savant, and that's what I am, Chris, I took your gourmet recipe suggestion and added dogs to my craft mac and cheese, and it was amazing. He says, shut up, Chris. My kids won't eat it any other way now, and once I improve my skillet skills, I'm introducing them to Chef Jesse's Cheeseburgers. Love your show. I'm racing three anti-communists now, no matter how hard the schools in Massachusetts try to program them otherwise. Says I can say his name, Jack Keefe. Look, I don't know why... More people don't put wieners in mac and cheese. Wieners go in mac and cheese. That's as American as apple pie. And I get called white trash. And I mean, I am white trash, so that's, that's fair. But, dude, weenies in mac and cheese makes it. And I'll tell you something else. I feel like people shortchange themselves in general when it comes to mac and cheese. And, of course, I'm talking about the good stuff. Kraft Mac in the box. You understand you can put lots of things in there. Put some diced jalapenos in there. Put some wieners in there. I've brought this up before. The Frank's, uh, you know, Frank's Red Hot, they have that seasoning, Frank's Buffalo Ranch. You have any idea how good that is in Kraft mac and cheese? It's fantastic. But people shortchange themselves, and I'll never get it. Dear Burgers Are Jesse, my, my girlfriend and I got in a rather heated disagreement over what constitutes a burger and what doesn't. My take is a burger requires ground red meat between two pieces of bread, therefore excluding such nonsense as turkey burgers and black bean burgers and chicken burgers. Her opinion is that a burger is any piece of meat between two round pieces of bread. This means that if you put a piece of salmon between two donuts, it'd be considered a burger. He said, now I know she's insane, and this might be a breakup-worthy opinion, but what say you? Oh, you're right. His name's Mitchell from Fort Worth. You're 100% right. Uh, it's, it's insane to say otherwise these people see this is the thing we changed the definition of everything now because everybody wants to feel included with their weirdo opinions no no you're beyond meat that's not a burger stop stop I definitely agree oh, this is another email I definitely agree about the inevitability of national divorce and pray that it is an amic- amicable or at least cordial one I do take exception with one point You are nuts to want to split the nuclear arsenal with the communists. The last thing the world needs is more commies with canned sunshine. (laughs) You can use my name. Look, I talk about national divorce a lot because it is what I want. You don't want to live. I don't want to live with these people. They don't want to live with me. They hate me. I hate them. If you believe uh, a child should be given puberty blockers to change their gender, I don't want to live with you. I don't want to be a fellow citizen with you. We should be separate. You should have your own place, do whatever, you know, worship, bail, all you want. I'm, I'm out on that. I'm out on that. But back to your point, whenever I bring up national divorce, I, I, it's a fascinating topic. It's obviously not going to happen, but it's a fascinating topic. And People write in all the time. They love it. They hate it. Where the lines drawn? People always want to know things. But I get this a lot. We can't give them blank. They're not going to have blank. Oh, we're not giving them California. We can't give them Texas. They can't have New York. They can't have nuclear weapons. They can't have this. They can't have that. They can't have this. And you know what you sound like whenever you say that? You sound like every single buddy of mine who's ever gotten a divorce at the beginning of his divorce process. They all say the same thing. She's not getting the car. She doesn't get the kids. Yes, she does. Divorce sucks. They're going to get things you want. All right? All right. We are not done yet. We have another segment left. One more email roundup before we get to that. Let's talk about estrogen. Do you know, fellas, the testosterone levels are half of what they were 50 years ago because of the estrogen? And it's not your fault. There are estrogens in plastics. There are synthetic estrogens out there. The water, the, sh- the water you drink, the shower. You are increasing your estrogen and decreasing your testosterone. Chalk, C H O Q, they'll change it. You can skyrocket your testosterone by 20% in 90 days. And it's not medicine, it's not chemical crap you're injecting in your body. All natural herbal supplements, an American company with U.S. manufacturing. These guys are adamant that men be strong again. Go to choq.com and use the code JESSE, and that gets you 35% off. And if I may say, get the ultra male vitality stack. The male vitality stack, that's what will jack your testosterone levels back up. choq.com code jesse jesse kelly back soon it is the jesse kelly show final segment of the jesse kelly show and we have been it has been a roller coaster today of an email roundup if you missed any part of the show Catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. All right. Remember, you can email me Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Emails. We got we gotta we gotta churn and burn. Okay, let me preface this by saying I'm a stay-at-home homeschooling mom in Pennsylvania. God love you. I love your honesty and hard truths, but usually lovingly roll my eyes at your goofiness with the soundboard and such. But today I was making dinner while I was listening to Tuesday's podcast when you played a bunch of machine gun noises. Quote, oh, here we go. Freaking Chris just had to add more noises. She says, first the guns were A, then the B-A-R sound played, and we both went, oh, at the same time. I guess you can sprinkle some shots in here and there if you absolutely must. (laughs) Seriously, though. Thank you for all you do. I love the history shows. They make me have a whole new appreciation for our troops. Keep it up. It says I can say her name. Her name is Kate. Jesse, I got a promotion at work to manager, so I won't be able to listen to your show live in the car anymore. I have the iHeartRadio app, though. Good for you, my brother. Forget about listening live. Catch it the next day. Go make you some money. Jesse, if you worked at a major company and uh, intentionally left the back door open so criminals had access you would be fired if not arrested. Why, why is what our president doing at the southern border any different? Well, it, it's the best way I can put this. And this is actually, this sucks, but hey, we might as well talk about it. The anti-Americanism of the Democratic Party, the communists right now, it's more than just them. It's been institutionalized. Meaning anti-Americanism is simply the way so much of our company operates now. They just operate as if that's the norm. Oh, America sucks. Well, yeah, the border should stay open. Well, yeah, I mean, of course kids should switch their genders. Of course, I mean, anti-Americanism has become mainstream. Look, you're right. We don't talk enough about the border, and I talk about the border a lot. You can't discuss enough about the fact we are being invaded by criminals and terrorists. We are being invaded by fentanyl, which is killing people across this nation. What was was the number? 100,000 overdoses last year? 100,000, if I remember that right? That's a staggering number. And it's just pouring across the southern border. And the wildest thing is this. They are spending millions of dollars every day to not build the border wall you went to work today i went to work today and the money that gets taken out of our check for taxes we went to work today to pay to keep our country open that's crazy right man we got to move on that's too dark it's too dark for the end of a show on a friday Can we implement a death penalty for anybody that cuts or adds anything on a child? The guy said. Look, I don't know why that's radical. That should be the norm. I mean, I see these stories all the time about this doctor did this and doctor did that and doctor cut this off and doctor that. Look, I don't care that you're a doctor. I could give a crap less about your white lab coat. If you're slicing parts of a child's body off of them, you should be arrested. You should receive a fair trial, and then you should be escorted to the electric chair. I, that is, a sane nation protects its children. And I, it is, it's, it's not a great reflection of who we are that we don't, I mean, we're not, we're not even talking about abortions. We're not even going to have to go there. What we're allowing to happen to children in this country is, it's not a great reflection on who we've become as a nation. We just, I don't know how we lost our way so badly. But I, you know what's crazy about this stuff? Like, the, like the, the trans stuff, the child trans stuff? What's wild about it is oftentimes, oftentimes, the parents are encouraging it. It's not like, I, I mean, this does happen where it's, you know, happening behind mom and dad's back. But the parents are encouraging this stuff sometimes. They brag about it. Remember, we've talked before about the, uh, I think he was 11-year-old drag queen that went on Good Morning America. He didn't do that behind his parents' back. His I believe he has two moms. What a shock. His two moms encouraged it. Thrilled. Clapping. That's, man, that's sick. Jesse... I've closed the checking account I've had with Bank of America for 41 years because of what they did to those who traveled to Washington, D.C. around January 6th. That is how it's done. We have to continue to be, be more purposeful with where we spend and don't spend our money. We have to put our money where our morals are. And look, I still have a million ways I need to improve in it. I'm sure you do too. One little bit at a time, huh? One little bit at a time. Jarhead. Since the election, I've truly believed that Joe Biden was on a two-year lease. He was always going to be gone after the midterms. The biggest question was, would he make it to the midterms? He was a Trojan horse to get a very unlikable dome into office. With very few of the irregularities from the 2020 election being addressed, I believe the plan from the beginning was to have dome take over after the midterms and then serve as president for the next 10 years. What say you? You certainly could be right. They could have planned all along to get rid of Joe Biden. I mean, that's not—that's not exactly some nutso conspiracy theorist, right? You could be right there. I would—I would adjust it this way. Maybe that was the plan, but nobody wants Dome there anymore. She's she sucks. She sucks, Chris. What? It's fine. We can make jokes. All right. Keep your chin up. All right. You are not helpless. You are not hopeless. There are millions of us. Have a great weekend. I will see you again on Monday. That's all.
0: slash iHeart.
2: For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics,